I'm gonna get it right though. Nah, but you told me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. They be like, slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley's backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. Welcome to another bomb ass episode of G to the Splash, or just G Splash is how we like to call it around these these here offices that we don't have. I know it. That um, we don't have. They were they were not in. <laughs> they, were, they were not in. Uh, I'm your host Bradley Baxter, riding shotgun as always. Big Bucky Watts. What up? What up, everybody? How's it going? This is the only podcast that thinks it's fresh. But it may have been past the expiration date, but it's still in that good window. You know, we could still drink the milk, but not really. Yeah, it's it might, questionable, but yeah. it works out. You're you're good as long as there's nobody else around. You're not gonna get sick. No, make you a little gassy, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> G Splash here. We love to talk pop culture stuff. We talk movies, comic books, music. What Chris ate last week? Sometimes. If he wants if to it share, was, it. if it was yeah. important, if it's a, this week, it wasn't. A, yeah, if it's a damn good story, we're gonna cover it, Chris. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Damn right we will. Uh, it's snowing, uh, over on my end over here in Brooklyn, New York. Chris, I hear you're drowning. It's rainy here. L.A. is the one that's in trouble with like this Pineapple Express storm thing. We're just getting some trickle rain where I'm at, but uh, but yeah, you're in like middle of snow. You just sent me a picture, and your back patio is coated in snow i knew it was snowing i didn't know it was like march winter march march inter it's snowing more this month than it did in like january december that that's bonkers that just makes life shitty because you're like ready for spring and then the big city gets snow yeah it's just a slush fuck is what it really is oh that sounds pretty good uh we got a couple (laughs) of announcements before we dig deep into the show really get after it i just got an email today that says that we are now on iHeartRadio. Oh, sweet. So, it's cool, but I don't know what it really means considering that iHeartMedia just filed for bankruptcy. So, <laughs> we're still here and st- it means they are uh, they are digging at the bottom of the barrel. So, if there's anybody <laughs> listening from iHeartRadio, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, and we'll fucking kick it. Boom. Uh kick this it. week we're talking Miles Morales on this episode. We'll we'll nerd out a little bit uh more than usual on this one uh Mar- marvel has canceled the comic book series of <gasps> spider-man miles morales which is has a huge following so it's very interesting we'll get into that a little bit later uh this week on buzz of the week we're talking what chris we're talking all about uh fantastic beasts 2 we're gonna dig Two. into the trailer it dropped last week uh yeah we're gonna talk a little bit about that what do we like what we didn't like what we saw I'll really dork out on it. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, and then this week on Splash Trash, meh, we're going back to basics. We're talking Tomb Raider and Flower. We'll review those quickly. And then what we what you should see coming out this week. Next week, we are doing the special Breakfast Club edition of G-Splash. Woohoo! To, ce- to celebrate March 24th when the kids hit detention. Following that, we'll do a Ready Player One, which will have tons of pop culture references, so it's right up our alley. Chock full. Following that one, we'll do the best video game year ever, 
which was 1998, an uh, 20 what 20th anniversary special. 20th anniversary to those dope if games. So you are not gonna believe the games that came out that year. It's gonna blow your fudging mind. We got a lot of cool shows coming up. So once again, thank you so much for listening to our show. The downloads seem to continue to go up, so we are very thankful for that. Somebody's listening. Somebody's listening. Um, if you can, please take a quick moment to just type up a quick review. That'll help us go further in the podcast game. But Chris, I think it's time for some fucking news. Are you ready? Fuck it. We'll start it off with Lollapalooza. I'm I'm in the real trucker mode. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling yeah. Shake it up. I'm cursing go with, it up. Go with your instincts. Like I a, love it. Like a sailor over here just swearing. Ooh, a, man, you are getting it. <laughs> uh, Lollapalooza was announced today. We're, in, we're, we're slowly coming into that tunnel of festivals where every week is a new festival. And Chris, you're, having, you're in the middle of a festival starting tomorrow, right? Yeah, we have a festival uh, here in the old Boise Idaho called Tree Fort, which is kind of like a indie alt music festival that takes over the whole city where there's like there's uh, everywhere in the downtown area there's concerts going on at all times there's also this thing called yoga fort where people do yoga at different places there's hack fort which is all about technology there's story fort where people read stories all over town there's, there's film fort there's a jillion forts um a, and isn't it's there all, a beer fort there's a beer fort right? there's, there's ale fort um it's oh, crazy okay. it's like this little thing it takes over the whole city i like to walk around and people watch but i don't know i know maybe one percent of the people that are performing music which is fine like it's cool to go and explore and discover new things but it's not my cup of tea um Lollapalooza sounds like uh, it's much bigger and uh <laughs> and has a little bit way, wider range maybe so i think that'd be fun where where is it where do they hold Lollapalooza? chicago uh but illinois yeah before before we uh switch over though i want to do like Tree Fort is one of the, it's a unique festival because it's all over the city and not like at one location. Yeah. I don't know if Chris, if you remember, but I actually played Tree Fort once. Yes, you did. I do remember that. Did uh, you play at the Knit? I played at the Knitting Factory, yeah. Hell yeah, you did. The Big Easy! Uh, that which is, that's the way that whole festival's kind of run is very different than traditional uh, one year, I mean, they had, they had Run the Jewels one year. That was dope. I think that was the yeah, year I played. This year, the big, the big, uh, is George Clinton, uh, oh. he's like their big headliner. There's there's a lot of weird stuff. It, it, I will say it's cool. I think what it reminds me of is like a smaller Austin City Limits. You know, where like the main stuff's kind of in like concentrated in one area between a few places, like in that main park they have there. But then it sort of spills over into all the surrounding buildings. It just happens in Boise that it spills over to all the buildings. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Fun time to come in. There's like food fort where there's all special menus and eats. And El Fort's awesome. You buy a bunch of tokens like your Chucky e. fucking cheese and then you get to wander around and get all different kinds of beer from local breweries. And, and all. It, it's, it, it is a lot of fun. Um, the music angle isn't my thing. So I don't want to pay like the 300 bucks or whatever for a ticket to do the music, but I love to wander around and hit all the other stuff because it is like a full city thing. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting festival, but let's talk about Lollapalooza. Oh yeah. I'm very interested in this. Chicago, Chicago, Grant Park, Chicago. Uh, it's going to be August 2nd to August 5th. It's four days. This is, this is what we got for headliners and this is a, okay. Hit me pretty good lineup a good handful of these people uh are on the festival circuit i was surprised to not see eminem on here but hmm, interesting but we got the weekend bruno mars jack white arctic monkeys travis scott the national vampire weekend odessa logic coming fresh off his divorce you got little uzi vert portugal the man uh tyler the creator 
LL Cool J's on here. Actually, a real person. I'm a big fan of Black Bear. Black Bear's on here. Never heard of Black Bear. Oh, Black Bear's amazing. Uh, Leaky Lee, I haven't seen her in a while. Um, it's, it's just a good lineup. You know, there's the look. Is this know. like the Coachella of the East? Uh, I guess. I, th- I want to say that would depend on who you ask. Because Golden Voice, the company that puts on Coachella, they actually mm-hmm. have they actually have a New York festival um, called Panorama. It sounds like it's not as big as La Palooza. No, it's still it's it's only been do- they've only done it twice, so it's still it's new. a newer one. Yeah, and they compete like the two big ones out here is Govball and um, Meadows. But Govball Govball sucked. Like <laughs> it's one of the worst festivals I've ever been to. It's just Dude, like it's on, because it's on an island. One of the things I loved about Coachella. Is like when you go, you can. It's in like a suburb neighborhood almost, and you just kind of go, and then you can go back to like wherever you're staying, hang out for a little bit, come back to the depending on where you're staying, or you go to the campgrounds, right? right? You can go in and out, so you're not stuck there. And uh, right, right, right. This one you're really in it. This one you're on an island, and so like you so you're can't. Like, well, this is where I am now. And it takes so much to get on and off the islands, and there's too many pockets of of artists who like aren't playing like. If I go right. see, if I want to see this artist, it, usually every time I've gone, the next artist I want to see is like two hours away or like no one really I want to see. So I have to hang out and like, then there's nothing to do but drink. I went one year and I racked up, I racked up like $300 worth of just drinks. And we only went for one day or two days, one day. Just because it's expensive to drink. It's like, no, dude, I kid you not. Like a tall beer is like $13. It's ridiculous. Whoa, it's like a monster truck rally. <laughs> it's crazy. And um, there's not a lot of shade if it's hot and it's muddy. This is why, it get, uh, this is why a Burning muddy. Man exists. People freaking just trade like, you know, here's one of my teeth. And then they'll give you, you can trade anything there. Your money's no good. You be, bring pogs and just fucking play pogs. <laughs> Honestly, I have never thought about like Law of Blues is something I always hear about. It's nothing I've ever considered, but that lineup's pretty cool. I think it'd be cool to spend time some time in Chicago. I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun to go. Would you go if you had the opportunity? Um, yeah, actually, I might even, I might even go. Oh goodness! Um, I might a go. Seven-hour drive. No, I take a, I take a quick flight. Oh, good for you, money bags. Shout out to my homie Julie. I'll probably hit her up. I was actually talking to her today. She's out in Chicago, so. It's twelve hours. Definitely worth the flight. I take back what I said. <laughs> It'll take it you is like, not close. You know, Crit, we, we've driven out of New York. It takes us like three hours to get out of New York. Jeez, to get to Boston, it took us a month. Yeah, we had to write letters from home. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, I'm shaking it up here. Uh, let's talk, all right, Toys R Us kind of hit us a while back that, you know, they're, they filed for bankruptcy. Right. Um, but this kind of, this kind of just spearheaded, and it's kind of weird, interesting that we just talked about, you know, a Infinity War, and like I just talked about that brand new Toys R Us that just opened here. Yeah, yeah, the the newer, smaller one in Times Square, right? We talked about that a couple back when they were we were talking about that uh, Infinity Gauntlet toy. Exactly, and yo, three days later, they're liquidating. They're like, we cannot pay the rent on that Toys R Us space. We got to downsize, and then they're like, oh shit, we can't pay any rent because we're out of money. They owe so much money. It's like crazy. six billion or something crazy, right? Yeah, like I don't even know how you get in to- because you have all these crazy they have toys no one ever buys. I mean, yeah, it's, but still, there's still ways to like liquidate stuff. I mean, yeah, if, get rid of things. I mean, if these comic book stores can stay open, you right? know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, think about how th- thin they're spread. They're like the only major toy store. They're competing against everything online now. Their prices aren't that competitive. Well, that's the other thing, too. but they get a lot of exclusive stuff. 
They do get a lot of Toys R Us exclusive, which is going to be worth money. I did notice too, was like, I, I don't think they ever really had a strong online presence to begin with because they only did like this thing where you can buy it in this, you can go pick it up. Like I had to Yeah, like you did. Because what well, you're saying, you went to that Toys R Us and it was kind of a, a shit show already. So that probably shows that they were already starting to be in chaos. Like my thing is they're, they're planning on keeping their doors open. However, like we have enough to stay open for you know, two months or whatever, but then they can only pay their employees six for 60 days. Like the f- what does that mean? So who's going to run the store those last days? People for free. It's going to be the wild West. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation, especially I feel like it's such an iconic toy store. I mean, it's like the, like you, I grew up going there. Like I'm a yeah, every toys kid, I'm a, where kids, where are kids going to go now? The I'm internet, a toys, toys R Us kid, you know, I'm a, I don't want to grow up. There's this great video of like a dude singing that on a piano and like a minor key. So it's all sad. It's fantastic. I'll put it on our Facebook page. Do it. So there's a big one out in Meridian, right? Huge. Yeah, they, they were down. So they used to be in Boise. There used to be one down by the mall, uh, which is in just like outside of downtown by a little bit. And that was like the one I grew up. It was like the classic Toys R Us. Smelled like Toys R Us. You know, had that like mm-hmm. all these kids, little greasy little dick beaters and, and this the, 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 all the toys and new plastic. And then they closed that when I was bummed, but then they opened like a brand new giant one that's also Babies R Us. And it seems to do well here, but obviously they are hemorrhaging because of all this shit. But if you are a Toys R Us fan or you want to get your hands on some stuff, speaking of greasy dick beaters, uh, sales are starting already. By the time you're listening listening to this, sales will have started. Um, apparently, from all the news stories I've been looking over, it's going to be that classic, everything's 25 to 30% off, and then... As yeah, it, later, it goes yeah. on, you know, it'll be 70, 80 percent. But that's, a, you know, the thing about stuff like that with liquidations for me always is um, the gamble, man. The gamble is real. Like, you remember Hastings? No, I remember Hast- hearing, ha- hearing about it. Hastings is like a video. It was like a blockbuster type. But then before Netflix came in and just rammed all of those places in the backside, they started like doing music and comics and books and collectibles and all kinds of shit. So they kind of became like a bigger i don't know like hot topic in videos so if you're if there's something you really want get in there all the i've and i've honestly been trying to go up because it's in times square which is a hassle and the weekend sucks for times square right Uh, i've been trying i've been actually trying to get up there since all this shit came out but i haven't been up there yet they definitely didn't have anything like or any any announcements or anything that was closing when i went in right it's like okay everything's fine this is fine we're not out of money y'all is broke as fuck um you out but now we're hearing things like K- KB Toys is making a comeback. Heck yeah, man. There was like an art or a few articles that come out about how it, it leaves a big hole in the market. Toys R Us is gone. So you basically have to go to like right. a Walmart or a Target or whatever. So there are no toy stores. So a smaller one that used to not be able to compete because of Toys R Us, like KB Toys, that's in like a mall space or in like a shopping, a shop outdoor shopping mall space. Like it will be if you want the authentic toy store kind of vibe, and they went out of business years ago because of freaking Toys R Us and and Amazon and all those things. And now they're like, shit, we can be that thing. So here they come, KB Toys. Is I always felt like KB was coming more with a comeback. Always more expensive. I think it was. I mean, I think any toy store is going to be. You can easily get everything there cheaper. Like a great example is like you got that Infinity War gauntlet for a hundred dollars. And I went to Walmart, and it was already on sale for eighty eight. I'm like, ah, sweet. I should have had you buy that for me, and so I could sell it. I know it's probably still there. Let me know. Um, oh. what is what does this mean for like toy companies? Like now they're big outlet. Like, what does this mean for Hasbro? What does it mean for Lego? What does it mean for that, Barbie? 
Like that's been the big thing in court, right? That those the toy manufacturers and stuff. Obviously, the people who they owe a lot of distributors and suppliers stuff money, but at their bankruptcy hearing, it was objected by a ton of those companies because exactly like if Hasbro, where the fuck is Hasbro going to sell its stuff where it's going to still make money? Because if the discounts already cheap or they're selling cheaper or whatever to Amazon and Target and Walmart with these deals they have. Like they're going to be in trouble if they don't have a big place where you just can go and there's a whole Hasbro aisle or where you can still buy those freaking Escalades for kids and Barbie cars that you can drive around. Like without those there, they're going to lose tons. I'm kind of curious to see how this is all going to play out. But um, I, I mean, even again with Marvel and Hasbro, with all the movies coming out, like merchandising is like next best thing next to box office sales. So exactly. How much is this going to affect sales? I'm curious to know. It's going to be fun to, to watch. We'll keep up on that and kind of come back in yeah. a month or two months and say, well, this is what's happened to these markets. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more stories that come out because of this. True, true. Uh, speaking of Infinity War and movies, another trailer. I guess it's considered trailer number two. Yes. Mm, drop. This is the really good one, right? I feel like we talk about this every week. But yeah, this one's this one's like, I think, almost three minutes long. There's an IMAX yeah, version the, of it. Ugh. Great. We did a buzz of the week like two weeks ago before this trailer came out because I think the Infinity Gauntlet kind of set that off. But uh, it was like, let's talk. You couldn't dodge this movie if you tried. No, it's going to hit you right in the kisser. Like you'll just be going to work one day and all of a sudden you'll be like, how the fuck did I get to the movie theater? No, it's <laughs> <laughs> like there's magazines that have come out. All these different yeah. covers have come out. Yeah, uh, the Empire, seven different covers that have dropped. Entertainment Weekly just did like seven, eight. I think they did a more than I think they did like ten. Jeez. Well, I mean, ten different money covers. Made. It's got it's got every huge star power, huge distribution. He ever. I mean, why not jump on, ride the wave again? We could dig into it, and I I kind of really want to, but at the same time, like I don't want to overkill it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we're just touching on it. This is this is something for the ages. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be very very cool to see come. To life, this trailer alone, I mean, the fact that they're fitting in as many faces and uh, uh, somewhat of a plot, all it does is raise questions. For us, me and you, the questions, and, and for a lot of people, I'm sure, the questions aren't just, you know, what's the story about? But, like, how do they fucking fit everything in there? Like, how do they get from this point to this point to this point? I know it's supposed to be super long, which is great, but it just seems like... I think it's like 2.36. Like, that's... That's not that's that that's seems a, long, but that's not a crazy long time to do everything that needs to happen in this tri- in this movie. The biggest thing that everyone was talking about when this came out, and because this movie's already breaking, it's already broken the advanced yeah, pre-sale sale records. And, pre-sale yeah. record, it's broken the most viewed trailer of all time. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing I think that I, I took away was uh, Peter Dinklage. That's the name, right? Yeah. Somehow his name made the poster, but. Jeremy Renner's nowhere to be seen. Really? Yeah, you didn't know, you didn't catch that. He's not on the poster. His name's uh, not even no, on the poster. No, I, I, I totally. Yeah, there was that whole thing of like, where's Hawkeye in this thing? And then how does he not make it? He's like a fan favorite. People want like a Hawkeye movie. I don't know. He's he's. I don't know if he's in it or he's not in it. But then also the other, the other characters that are missing is Ant Man and the Wasp. So those are yeah, kind of they're not in there. But yeah, they're on all the stuff. So maybe they just come in as like maybe it's gonna be maybe it'll be a similar to Civil War how they were like in a support role like you show up and you do this part and then you're gone because there's obviously battles on like the home uh, Thanos's planet. There's a battle in Wakanda. There's a bat like there's obviously different places. So maybe that's how they'll do that. Yeah. So the the two characters that'll have the most screen time is actually Thanos and Thor. That's funny. I saw an article. I didn't understand it today, but like 
it said, you know, fan Avengers is all the Avengers are uh, supporting characters to this Thanos movie, which is basically just like you're watching his journey and them getting in his way. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it'll be I mean, the hype is real. We talked about that. Um, I, there was one more thing I, I wanted to say about I this. feel like a freaking dummy. But who is who is Peter Dinklage going to play in this? Ah, uh, that's a great question. What I've heard and this is a spoiler so if you're like i don't want to hear anything about the movie probably shouldn't listen to our podcast but we still love you <laughs> just letting you know um i is that when when thor is making this new weapon he's like the dwarf oh the dwarf that's yeah. actually perfect because they're the forgers of those weapons correct because um, he's got to make his new axe stormbreaker right which is cool. actually which is actually a billy ray weapon uh, Be- uh, Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. Sorry, Billy Ray. The Horse Thor. Billy yeah. Ray Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> well, that's funny because my initial thing we we didn't talk about this, but the how there was like some uh, not not Star Wars esque, but how they didn't release forever Thanos's Black Order, his four generals who would do their voices, and mm-hmm. so my initial oh maybe he does a voice of those, but then they did release the voices as being um, Mark Hamill and. Uh, a few other people that was like, wow, that's really interesting. Oh, I didn't know Mark Hamill. Came, it came out that Mark Hamill's in it, huh? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find it right now. It literally just came in here. Um, it's Mark Hamill does one of them. Somebody does somebody else. This whole thing just broke, and, and now it's gone. So we'll, we'll have to get back to that, I guess. Kevin Feige saying, you know, it's going to be played by familiar voices. But I clearly remember reading an article that said who the four people are going to be. Maybe it was a fake one, or maybe I dreamed it. But hopefully Mark Hamill's doing it. That'd be fun. I mean, it doesn't sound out of pocket. Whoopi Goldberg and Mark Hamill rumored. Hey, Whoopi Goldberg? I'm, I'm down. I'm interested to see something. You know what? I know we don't want to dive too much. We'll do another deep dive as we get close to the movie. But I do have to say, I have a great theory, and I'm going to put it out there right now on this part before we move on to the next story. And that is, there's all this talk about who's in the Hulkbuster armor, right? Right. And that to- there was a toy that was released that basically you have your the Hulkbuster and you push a button on his back and the armor explodes and Hulk's inside. Mm-hmm. So there was a speculation, and I've read a few things like, oh, Hulk puts on the Hulkbuster armor so that he can fight better, right? But I, my theory is that it's Mark Ruffalo in the armor, right? And because he doesn't want to go into Hulk because coming out of Hulk, it can be difficult, right? And then then he busts out in the Hulk. So when, in that scene in the trailer, when those, uh, the riders or raiders or whatever overwhelm him. And are, and they're like taking down. I'm sure he's that at that moment he just bursts out of the claws way out, and that would mean the scene where they're all running together with Hulk behind them is either not actually in the movie, or Hulk's like superimposed into there, or it means that they it's like them charging over a hill after taking on the initial force or whatever. You know, they're running in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I think is going to happen too. Because um, it doesn't make sense if you try and stitch it together in the other uh, old trailer. You see the Hulkbuster like coming from Wakanda right into the field and like kind of like slop, like clumsily landing, right? Well, well I think it's been and known. And then that- you see Hulk running. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense that he showed up in the armor, then got out of the armor to run with them, and then got back into the armor during the fight. Well, I think it, I mean, I think everyone is pretty well aware that are huge fans of, of the movies and whatnot is that that running scene is not accurate. I think Yeah, there's of- something in there, but, but so anyway, I- that's my thing. This is yeah. just news. Let's move yeah. on. No, I want I want <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there cuz I have I one theory I want to share too. Is, yeah. Um, so the scene in the trailer where uh you see Captain America like taking on Yeah, Thanos. Thanos, he's pushing the glove up. Yeah, and it, everyone's 
you can tell that he's got two stones already. So there's no real reason that that should even be a scene because he should just destroy Captain America. But I think that's when he kills him. But what I did hear is that there's this, there's that scene where you can actually see vision. I think right before that you can see vision like on the ground. Yeah. When, uh, what's her name? Uh, prize the stone out of his forehead. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about that part. They're they're like in the woods on Wakanda and shit. But uh, there's a scene you can like Captain America's eyes twitch yellow. So there's a theory out there that like somehow Cap that's why he's able to stop Thanos is because he has the Mind Stone power and he's able to. Damn. That's a theory. There's all these theories, well, man. That's a crazy. I'm in. Uh, we'll be doing a special, obviously, on Avengers: Affinity War on May second. So definitely tune in. We'll talk Easter eggs, all the theories, all the predictions that we thought. Uh, so far, there's three. I think the one that Chris just mentioned, the the yellow mindstone, and definitely the pepper pots theory. I think those are the I'm strongest. Not, I cannot theory. wait. So we will be uh, on pins and needles until that released. Uh, but speaking of Marvel, and again, they're still in the news. It seems like every day. Uh, but Disney is adding. They're releasing more information about uh, some of the stuff they're actually planning to do. And a lot of it sounds like it's coming out quicker than expected. Is that right? Would you get that same vibe? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're pushing things fast and, and moving quick when it, with everything. I think that's definitely accurate. You added this to the notes, Chris, and I read some Heck stuff. Yeah. On my, so we've kind of just read on our own here. But I've read that like Black Panther's like already starting to make an appearance in the park. Makes sense. They actually converted. Well, they didn't convert. We talked about this a long time ago, but if you go to California Adventure, for instance, mm-hmm. they used to have an area that looked like like a New York City type front. And that's where you met with like it was right. It was kind of like the entrance to normal the city in, in Monsters, Inc., whatever Monster Topia or whatever. Yeah, to the uh, left, to the left. Right. And Yeah. Yeah. Right there when you get to the end of Buena Vista. And that's where you would meet with like Mike and Sully when they would come out in their suits. And then they put some webbing up in one corner and they put a banner that said something about like those kind of patriotic, like 40s patriotic. And so then they would do Mike and Sully on the one half and then they would leave and then Captain America and Spider-Man when they acquired him would start coming in. And now they're just going to keep doing it because at this whole thing is that Disney is launching Marvel Land um, at uh, Disney Paris, Disney Hong Kong and California Adventure. So they're just going to convert the whole if you ever been to California Adventure at Disneyland in, in Anaheim, um, there's like a whole section back towards off to the left when you go in. Um, down Buena Vista where they used to do this mad tea party and it's kind of been a little bit vague. There's like a performance stage. Yeah, they're the, like the Tron and shit there too. They used to do the Tron. It used to be Tron and that was the party where like you get out, you can buy alcohol there and they have this big dance party and it was all weird like uh, kind of like a Cirque du Soleil stuff going on. It was at like night. a club. Then, it was like a club. Yeah. And then they switched it to live music instead of a DJ. Oh, they had a DJ White Rabbit sometimes too. And then they turned it into the um, the mad tea party. Yeah. Now we, you, could, you could just get blasted on these like twelve dollar uh, Long Island iced teas. It was amazing. Oh but, yeah, uh, that tur- whole area. I, I've, tur- it, I've turned up in there. I've turned up. Yeah, that whole area is going to get completely redone and become Marvel Land. And and I've been. You've been to Paris, so they have a lot of land to work with there. I don't know. I've never been to Hong Kong. Well, so I told I don't you know what that's going to look like. I told you about Paris. How um they had that whole section. It was like a meet and greet for um Spider Man. Walked off. No, it was like this whole. But it was like this ridiculous line number one and then it was all remember i told you it was all like the amazing right Spider-Man stuff. yes 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 yeah so, so i thought weird. it was weird but um 
Paris. Um, they actually in Paris they just did a hotel dedicated to Marvel, and also like some of the Star Wars hotels. I just heard this too, so it, it kind of ties into this. But you're gonna actually wear like some of the cost, like a Jedi robe or uniform, like while you're at the Star Wars hotel. What? Yeah. I like stuff like that. Have some, have some fun with it. Huh. So, so, you know, the experience overall. So, we're definitely seeing Disney do a huge transformation uh like never before i would say um to dedicate lands to like specific other brands that aren't disney related right i mean the closest thing to that would be like toontown which came out in i think 96 92 yep yep when they added that on there this is a this is a big big ad i mean they're just redoing paradise pier in california adventure to become um pixar pier but this will be a huge ad there's actually we talked about this on our show of uh, like three or four ago but um there was some leaked plans for a patent that were put forth that was a spider-man ride uh that disney had put forward that was basically like you're in a chair with like four people and it moves you similar to like those rides where it moves you into screens and it's kind of you're on like a, a big arm so you can move kind of freely and left and right and up and down but this one actually had a, a bar that went up to the ceiling that would make it so it it feels like you're swinging like a pendulum but you're also moving forward and backwards. So as you're going through the ride, it's like you're swinging like Spider-Man as you're seeing all this stuff. So there was all these plans they saw and leaked, and that was kind of the first inkling they were going to be doing something. And now they've announced it, and I'm excited. I'll be there. Ho-ho. I'm curious how it'll this, this new Spider-Man ride will compare to like Universal Studios. like Because they kind of can't do anything until there's like that. Right. They have Disney World is like the only one that can't really do Marvel stuff. They're like they're really bending us over a barrel here, boys. What are we gonna do? The contract said something about like a two hundred yard, like two hundred mile radius. It's a, it's weird. If you go to Islands of Adventure and go to Superhero Land, it looks sad. And it, I don't it just know looks what's like it looks. I don't. I wouldn't say it looks sad. It just looks like it's ninety. Right. It's nineties Marvel. It's got like the the Spider Man ride is like from the animated series, and the the X Men characters are all in, from the animated series. They're all and tired. Then, Everyone's just tired. It's just it's just old Marvel. It's not don't you shouldn't go there expecting like MCU Marvel if you're going there for right. that. You should be expecting like I mean, I went I went for the first time like 2 years ago and I was obviously excited cuz they had a a Doom ride and like I went in there like yeah, nerded out like a kid and lost my mind. Was like trying to dap up Doctor Doom and he was like, "I don't know what you're doing, bro." <laughs> and it got weird. Just kidding. That never happened. You know what? You're gonna have anyway. some fun with it. Go for it. All right, let's move on. Um, lastly, finally, uh, I finally saw a decent Walking Dead episode from this season. This is Whoa. completely like not a good segue, but finally, but uh, you, finally, you got to see Rick and Negan go at it head to head, fisticuffs, kind of. You know, like we've been dragging people along for long enough. I mean, the show's still suspect, but. I thought it was finally I had something positive to say about the show. I've been waiting for that all season. I felt like I had to tell you, Chris. I felt like I had to tell you. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Um, is it worth the buildup? No. Could you probably skip the last five episodes and just jump right to that one? Yes. Absolutely. Do that. Yes. <laughs> Please do. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for news. Chris, you got news, anything else? News, news. All right. So this week... Uh, tailoring off into news and into our main topic it was actually announced today marvel is actually canceling a few of their comic books and the biggest surprise out of all of it 
is Miles Morales, who is a character also is another basically another Spider-Man who who has a similar uh, origin story, loved by fans. Absolutely. We're gonna die. Well, let's, let's dive. Let's just dive right into his origin story. Let's just lay up who this guy is. Cool. I'm I'm 100 with that. But for uh, before we do that, real quick, what we should do is tailor this to people who may not know who Miles Morales is, but Absolutely. why they sh- why they should why they should know who Miles Morales is and why he's important. I love uh, that to the overall camp. Um, you know, sometimes on here we we can nerd out real quick because you know to to be honest, Chris and I don't talk. Uh, it may sound like we talk every all the time but we actually this is like our one time to talk so we can Weekly, go on forever yeah. and go off on tangents but hell yeah but speak back to miles morales miles morales is a character who was in another another universe is that right is that- he was he was part of the ultimates universe which right if you don't know what that is it's basically marvel had all of their comic books their main like the guys you know spider-man and and thor and everybody right and then they started this other comic books uh universe called the ultimates which was kind of a a hipper reimagined like Thor it was an was, updated. had it was, longer hair and his hammer looked different. And Spider-Man was a skinnier, younger Peter Parker. It, it was like an updated, more modern times. It, in a lot of ways, they kept the other series is, or the other series going that had been going forever. But this was like a way for them to try new hip things with new characters and characters that are younger or different. Right. What I'll say is, is actually, if you go back and look at some of the earlier marvel films that's basically where the ultimate universe is kind of where all the mc decided to pick shit up yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of like nods and there's a lot of story basis that comes from the ultimate universe actually right because a lot of the i mean if you went all the way back to like the the 60s like you're gonna get dated shit and yeah you you it it made sense it was a good move um michael bendis is a huge name in comic books and He's created. I would. I would throw. I would honestly throw him up there in a modern Stan Lee, Jack Kirby kind of kind of deal. He's come up with. A, what are some of the ones he's come up with that really stand out to you? I mean, Secret Wars was. What he did Big with the storyline guy. What he did to tie in like both universes and like yeah no he's I mean he's famous. He's like I, I'm trying to figure out how I can. An equal to to a relevant person that everybody knows. I mean, this whole, yeah, I mean, for Stan, it's just someone that really, not only, they sort of reinvented or injected into this ultimate universe we're talking about, he basically started that all, like, it was his, he was the main guy behind getting the ultimate universe rolling, he worked with, you know, people, and that includes everything, that's, that's Secret Wars, that's his House of M, which is a very important, Uh, another classic, like, uh, very important. Age of Ultron. I mean, the second Avengers movie is about is Age of Ultron. Secret Invasion. That was another one that was doppelgangers. Um, he's just, he's up there. I would put in the same level in a different way, more of a mainstream way, as Frank Miller and Alan Moore. Those yeah. two are more yeah. writers and architects of these kind of sub ones, like a, a darker, older Batman, or you know, this uh, what Alan Moore. Whatever the hell he's doing, like didn't, they don't even really connect sometimes. But other times you get fucking Swamp Thing or whatever. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, he but yeah, is more he, mainstream architect yeah. of building these bigger things. Yeah, I mean, like you, I think you nailed it when you said like, I mean, even with probably chalk up Mark Millar up there too. Sure, absolutely. Um, Kick ass and all those that he did. Yeah, he actually he did Civil War, which is yeah. another movie that was made. So, Mike Michael Bendis is a uh, huge huge name, and he actually he created miles morales this spider-man he has a very similar story to to peter parker Mm -hmm. um 
except he didn't get bit in the lab. His he had his uncle who was actually in the MCU. Yes, he is. And was played by Childish Gambino, aka <laughs> Donald Glover. Donald Glover just kind of played by him, like a hint to him. Well, he played. No, I, I guess he did. I mean, he, he wants played, the grippers, he a, and he was the prowler technically. He he played Aaron, and he says something like, "You know, my, I, got I got a nephew. nephew that lives in in that area." So yeah, that, you're right; it's a definite connection. But that makes sense because we'll get to this. But later on, the Marvel universe a few years ago, the Ultimate Universe, they stopped making that at Marvel, and they folded. For, they killed off a lot of characters, but they folded some characters in through this whole sci-fi, oh, portals and universes, whatever. And right. so their most popular characters, they carried over into the regular Marvel universe. And Miles Morales was one that made it over, which makes this story more interesting because he's obviously a fan favorite. The fact that he came into a universe where Peter Parker already was. Right. I think one of the biggest things that we have yet to mention is, and it's a very important key element to why Miles Morales is so great, is because he is a black Spanish kid mm-hmm. taking up the moniker of Spider-Man after he gets bit by a, a spider that uh, his uncle brought from Oscorp or whatever, I think. But Spider-Man has actually died already. Peter Parker had, was was killed after Civil War. Was it Civil War? I don't remember why Peter was dead. I thought he was still around. No, no, because then like he comes back and like he's in a different from a different universe. It gets confusing. But no, he he takes up the moniker Spider Man after Spider Man uh, Peter Parker dies. I do right. remember that. So this is really what I think makes this really weird is that the timing to cancel this character who is so diverse, so loved, definitely a fan favorite, higher than probably a lot of. Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's weird is the timing to to, to cancel this. It's it's ending in right. June, so there's still some time, and and they're Keep not going. They're not killing off the character. What they're doing is canceling his main book, and he'll still be a part of the champions. Other things that he's a part of, <laughs> and yeah, so he's Avengers champions. He's going. He's going from a main character to a co-star. Just crazy. He's so he's so cool. Like this is just me being like personally putting out there. You you there obviously is a big part that plays him being. It's just crazy. This actually on in the Wikipedia, but it says Afro Latino teenager. Uh, there's something so cool about that. The suit, it's the same reason I like Batman Beyond. Like it took the suit and took it up another level because his suit's all black with red webbing. Uh, like he he's he's got a good kind of spunky attitude. He's he's learning his powers as he goes. He he's a lot like the Tom Holland character. Uh, that we see in the movies. I just think it's it sucks that he's not going to be a main character because I feel like he's done a lot for comics and he's he's a fan favorite. So I think the uh, another reason why they've chose chosen to cancel his book is because he is a Michael Bendis character and Michael yes. Bendis just did a huge deal with uh, DC and is now yeah, switching. He moved, he moved over to DC and now he writes comics for them. Which is very interest, interesting. Um, that's a big move. This is like this is like if you're no, this is NBA trade shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like this is LeBron to the Lakers. This is a yeah. This is definitely a LeBron taking his talents elsewhere. Um, yeah. I the last few DC books I've read have huge two page spreads welcoming Michael Bendis to DC. Dude, they're comics. jacked. They are jazzed. And they're like, and we need this, please. I'm cu- I'm excited to see what he's going to do with some of those characters. But, you know, he was involved in S- Secret Wars 2015, which was one of my favorites of all time. Obviously, Doctor Doom is a, Great a series. big one that. The other thing that kind of leaves people in wonder is we're to this point in the MCU. Chris and I have talked about this before Spider-Man Homecoming came out. 
And like you said, it is that Spider-Man Homecoming is Miles Morales, but it's with Peter Parker. Absolutely. I don't know why they did it that way. I thought it. I actually thought it'd be cool because they didn't have the rights. If they did right. it that way, but it you know it's he's such an he's the most recognized character, Peter Parker, Spider Man. Absolutely. So he you kind of have Peter to. Parker. Coming off of Black Panther, why they thought this was a good idea. Obviously that that movie's blown up culturally. Like it seems like a perfect time to launch Miles Morales into pop culture household name status. Really does because if you think about it, there's over the past few years you you had certain little pieces you know in in the MCU let's just say and that's there's been there's been uh minority characters and superheroes uh, for a long time I mean, a, a long long time with Black Panther and Falcon and things like that but you saw this effort being put forth to make certain uh certain minorities and certain groups have a bigger place by making things like Falcon take on the Captain America mantle for a while. And then you brought in uh, Riri or for to be Iron Man or a different mm-hmm. Iron Man. And you brought in even on the on the um, like Ghost Rider switched from Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did all this effort to push this these things forward. Like, look at this. Look at how look we are bringing real diversity when in fairness, DC is not really doing much in that sense because they sort of stick to who they know and who their main gods are and marvel's like no look at this and then all of a sudden after black panther blows up and you've made falcon be a big part of the, not only the mcu but you've given him bigger roles you got war machine in the like you've done all this stuff to be like look at this look how diverse we can be and then you just cancel one of your best brightest most diverse characters it seems like a weird move i think that with any when it comes down to any kind of good storytelling it's about how you do it and how you present it if you're just throwing in minority characters, take on mantles because they're minorities. I think that that is a place where it starts to be not, not, not necessarily patronizing, but like you're just doing it to doing it to do it. It needs to be like well integrated and it needs to be a thing where like for a great example, in my opinion is um, Hal Jordan stepping away in the DC universe and bringing in this to this couple of green lanterns. And it, it just, it feels like with them because one of them is, is Muslim man. Like, it it feels like they were doing that to be like look how look how edgy and front we are. The comic series is really great, but I also but I think with Marvel they did a good job of just being like this is something that should happen. So we're gonna find the characters that make sense. I would one hundred percent say that Miles Morales isn't dope just because he's black and Latino. Like he's no he's dope. He's just a dope character. All it's how all you around. write the character. Yes, his his group of friends, the girls he's dating, going through high school. The guy's gone through some crazy shit and. It's, he's just an all-around, probably one of the best characters. Definitely my top three characters. I would rank him right. way above Peter Parker. Um, he, he's great. And again, at this, the timing I think is just really bad. And and again, like comic books, characters always come back. And part of this is a, absolutely one hundred percent a good example of this is that they killed off Wolverine a couple years ago, and now he's making a comeback. Sure. And so. You know, Iron Man went missing, and then they they plugged in Riri, who was another smart minority character, but great at being the next, like, Iron Man. She was kind of cocky a little bit like Iron Man, but, you know, was doing her own thing, not following necessarily Tony Stark. Um, but I, I, I think it's weird because, one, there's a movie coming out in December. Uh, yeah, that was my thing. I... I... They, there's been this whole push, this kind of surprise for this movie, Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, a, a, a CGI movie where he's the main character trying to find, like, learn to be Spider-Man. And then they're going to cancel as they're leading up 
or just after whatever to when this movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse comes out. What? Right. It, it doesn't make se- it doesn't make sense from a marketing merchandising angle for sure. Uh, the other thing too is the references they made in Homecoming. You know they right. They part were kind of the reason that this could be a thing. Part of the reason why Donald Glover played the character of the Prowler was because he at one point petitioned or like started like this thing on the internet where he was like, yo, I want to play Miles Morales as Spider-Man in a movie. And so like people were, were all about it. So now that they've actually acknowledged Miles Morales in the MCU, I mean, I don't know if it's it, it's, it's a delay. Like, or... hey, there's a, there's a hint. It, it wasn't even an Easter egg. It was kind of overt. Like they were maybe thinking, well, you never know what's going to happen. And they did that because of the demand. Like people wanted Absolutely. that. Oh, is there going to be a Miles Morales reference? Oh, uh, Donald Glover's in it. What is he? Who's uh, he? Yeah. yeah like <laughs> people, this guy? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I've turned people onto comic books through Miles Morales. Yeah. So, yeah. It's interesting to see that that's going away. Are they can- they're canceling some other stuff? You were telling me we were talking a little bit earlier. You saying they're cut. Yeah. they're going to kill some other things, right? Yeah. So their Falcon is no longer Captain America. So they're con- they're right. canceling they're canceling him. They're they're taking back Wolverine's title back to Wolverine twenty three, and is no longer his daughter or clone. Uh, Laura they're like, Kinney. okay, guys, we had some fun. Let's bring it back to the center here. Yeah, which and and her books kind of been. They they did a whole all new with these legacy characters, and then they killed them off in these or not killed them off, but like re basically erased what they did with all new, right? And then uh, now they're going back to like the nostalgic stuff, and they got rid of it through this legacy piece, which was kind of whatever. It's, it's um, weird to do this to always be circling back, like okay, we're gonna ride this sales wave with somebody new, and then when it starts to dip, we're gonna bring the old person. Like it's just a constant ebb and flow. Like that's up, and now it's down. Okay, now he's dead again, and here comes the new. Like we're always. I feel like that's all we see now. After yeah, they killed so, Flash that one time in, uh, in Crisis on Infinite Earth in like '87 or whatever, it's always ever since then. It's been like this hero's dead, but now they're back, and now they're dead again. So now Thor's going back to being Odin's son. Sure, after, it's not going to be Jane Foster anymore. After being Natalie Portman. Uh, after who, being Natalie Portman for a while. <laughs> who was, which is inevitable because she had cancer and then, spoiler alert, she died from it. Couldn't, couldn't, the hammer couldn't save her. So that's, that's a big bummer. But they also got, they also killed off Bruce Banner and now he's back. Uh, they, they substituted him with Amadeus Cho, who's one of the smartest guys on the planet, who took up the Hulk. Yeah, who was an Asian American. Right. And then Tony Stark, they did Civil War II and uh Tony Stark ended up in a coma and then ended up missing and then uh Victor Von Doom took over Iron Man, but nobody was like okay with it. So now there was a hunt to find Iron Man, Tony Stark, and then Riri, who was a kid who just designed a Iron Man suit, was started to fight for Iron Man and the government came in. We're we're taking this. It's kind of ours now. And now now like the hunt for Tony Stark is happening right now and they found him. The fan it's it's an interesting move because they canceled Marvel actually canceled the Fantastic Four comic book series while back because they wanted to recap the rights. Right, because they wanted to get away because the movie that came out was bombed and they did that whole play where they were like, We're just gonna cancel it and then you're not gonna be able to make any money and you'll have to give it back to us one day. Right. And so now they're at this point. So this is this is how the comic book game works. Like you you go through phases and you kill off people and then 
people get upset and mad and then you bring them back and so again Ma- uh, miles morales isn't dying he's not they're just can't his book is coming to an end and most likely they'll bring him back later but i think the time I think the timing to capitalize on Miles Morales is right now. They did a couple of series where they're uh, uh, at a series called Spider-Man and it was both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. I don't know. It's just, it seems the timing's horrible, but uh, it ends in June. Yeah. So if you, if you've never seen or heard of Miles Morales, definitely check out the animated movie coming out later this year in December. It's supposed to be really good. Um, If you're looking to jump into a comic book for Miles Morales, I, I say jump in on his first appearance, which is, I have it right here, Ultimate Fallout. Oh, the, uh, you now I remember what happens. He gets like, Peter Parker get <laughs> spoiler alert, uh, Peter Parker gets slaughtered in front of his own house. Uh, yeah, uh, Ultimate Fallout number four is his first appearance back in August 2011. The guy's dope. If you don't know who Miles Morales is, I 100% recommend checking out Miles Morales. Let us know your thoughts on Miles Morales. If you have any questions regarding Miles Morales, hit us up. We will answer them. We will nerd out on you and let you know what the G Splash gist is. Uh, G Splash BC at Gmail and also on Facebook at G to the Splash. Also on Instagram, G to the Splash. Uh, I'm Bradley Baxter. He's Chris Watts. We'll see you next week right here on G Splash. G Splash. Peace. Go. G-Splash. Hey. Nah. I'm talking G-Splash.